They'll face Lane Kiffin and eighth-ranked Ole Miss. Into the end zone, Snoop Connor. Touchdown, Ole Miss. The All-State Sugar Bowl, Baylor, Ole Miss. Coverage begins New Year's Day at 845 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. What is hope? Hope to me was just that he would get to come home. I had no idea how hard it would be once he got back. I wish she'd stop drinking so much. She thinks it's helping, but it's not. I hope she sees that soon. I act like I don't care if he comes to my games. But I hope he does. I used to hope he'd find happiness again. Now I hope our marriage makes it. I hope Grandpa will get help. He thinks it's too late, but it's not. With everything that he's going through, I hope he sees a counselor. I just want my brother back. I hoped he'd get help. Stop hoping things would get better on their own. He told me to stop asking. I didn't. Then one day he asked for a ride. Hope is knowing there are other families just like yours, that the veterans they love got help and recovered. Go to maketheconnection.net and turn hope into action. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. Time flies when you're having fun. I've been having fun today. Can't believe it's already two o'clock. No, it's all because you're here. Time I know to... it, it feels great to be back, just being in your presence. Yeah, and just all right, being. Uh oh, guess what wow. day it is? Guess what day? Speaking it from my is. heart. Yeah, I know. It's hump day. <laughs> I missed you. I really did. I, I guess, I'll, I guess I'll go on another five-month hiatus. It was another five-month hiatus. Jordan Kleber down to his final semester. Thank God. What are you gonna do? After you graduate. Figure something out. <laughs> I mean, what do you, no, I didn't mean like, I mean, you're obviously going to be here. I'm just saying like, what? I mean, are you going to be, you're going to be okay with not like studying French and there'll be, taking there'll a be walking a hole. class? There'll be a hole in my Did heart. you get an A in walking? I did. Okay. All A's and B's. Words of wisdom. And to all the ladies, peace and happiness forever. Pair of questions of the day up and over at ESPN Radio Nola, our Twitter page. Yes, Jordan. Saints fans, give us a top storyline heading into Monday's game against the Miami Dolphins and the one that has to do with your New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, they previously, or they are two wins away from being the 10th seed. Has their recent play given you hope they can make the play-in tournament? You could comment or call into both of those questions at ESPN Radio New Orleans, or like I was saying, call in 800-998-1003. I got hope. I got hope, too. Always got hope. What eleven ninety seven? Third win in a row, as Jordan just said, at Orlando tomorrow. Sunday, the day after Christmas, at OKC. Next Tuesday, so six days from today, they will host Cleveland. I mean, those are winnable games. Yeah. I mean, the Cleveland one might be because Cleveland is a team. That I understand no that. One saw no, I get that. Well and they're they playing are. well, but you know, again, though. That's, you know, that's a team that after LeBron left, it's been a while. It takes some time yep. to find the right young pieces, build them together, find the right coach. I think the Pels have the right coach. I think the Pels are getting some growth out of their max player. 
before your very eyes with Brandon Ingram. And I also think, hopefully, by the end of this year, we'll be able to say that Nikhil Alexander-Walker has taken one more step. Mm -hmm. Last night's performance, incredible. I mean, look, 27 points in 26 minutes, 10 of 16, four assists, three rebounds. That That's the guy that, that's a first-round draft pick. I mean, if he could play right? like his, um, what was it, one of his family members yeah. I, with Oklahoma City Thunder with Shai Gildress Alexander, if he yeah. could play like that, and again, I mean, we'll take that gnaw every look, single night. if gnaw can give me 12 to 15 a night, Right? But it's got to be consistent. That's the whole thing. It's got to be consistent. And you heard him talk about the confidence level and things of that nature. And here's the other aspect of it. Again, Brandon Ingram, you know, knocking down some shots in the fourth quarter and such. We'll hear from more of the Pelicans locker room here coming up. But uh, i got to get to Dennis Allen because he spoke this morning. Saints back at it today. What are you talking about? Gus, the game is Monday. In Thursday, normally they're Wednesday. And Friday, they're th- Yes. But there's Christmas this weekend. So Santa Claus. Yeah, exactly. So Dennis Allen... um was asked this morning, what is your week look like? And is it going to be a regular schedule week or a Monday night schedule week? No, we're gonna, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a normal, uh, normal week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, and let everybody have Christmas off with their family and come back in on Sunday and, and, uh, and, you know, go through our traditional Saturday walkthrough and those types of things. Now, it wouldn't be a normal Saints week if you didn't have some sort of Saints news that, you know, <laughs> Now what? <sighs> Something else happened. And that is Jordan. Joan Johnson was just recently placed on the COVID-19 list. Coach was asked about that today. Well, I, look, I mean, th- that's, that's the, that's the environment that we're in right now. So yeah, certainly there's, there's always that, that, that level of concern. Um, you know, we've got to do, uh, the best we can within the building to try to, uh, minimize, you know, any of that. And, and then we've got to be able to adjust. And that's, uh, that's part of, uh, it's kind of like injuries. You know, you have to be able to adjust when things happen. So we'll do a good job of adjusting to whatever happens this week. Hopefully no other players wind up on the but COVID. again, list. like we've been seeing throughout the day, the <laughs> yeah. news literally by the minute, there's player after player after player keeps on popping up that they are on the COVID-19 list. So Wasn't there two games last night? There was. There, there was two there games. There were two right? games. Yeah. What was the one that was in the New Orleans area again? Uh, the Washington mm. Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who won that game? Philly, right? Yeah. yeah. Who was the head coach? Nick Sirianni? Yes. What did I have Schefter just tweet about Nick Sirianni? Um, he tested positive for COVID. He's on the COVID list. <laughs> Coached all game yesterday. They did not test him yesterday. <laughs> see, I, I really, I, I'm very curious to see these people who have gotten COVID already mm-hmm. and they're getting it now from right. the Omicron variant, yeah. how they're feeling. I mean, Omnicron sounds like a transformer, doesn't it? Isn't it? I an, mean, honestly, wait, like isn't it another Autobots, Omnicron. It's another like, like uh, part of the Greek life, correct? Yeah, Am, am Greek, I, yeah Greek letter, yeah. Why are we doing, why are we, I don't know why are we, doing. who decided that? I, I, scientists. Um, the <laughs> reason we're talking about this is because Sean Payton, quote unquote, tested positive Friday. Correct. And in the release, the team was like, see you Monday night against the Dolphins. That's 10 days. Like, Monday is the 10th day. So what's the protocol for him to return? You know, quite honestly, I, I couldn't tell you exactly what that uh, uh, protocol is. I know that our, our trainers are on, on top of it. Um, and, uh, 
you know, I'm kind of letting them them handle it. And, and, and look, the good news is that Sean's doing better, and, and hopefully he'll be back here soon. DA. I'll let them handle it. Let them handle it. Yeah, I like being head coach. No, it's not. I think that's... everyone's just sick of it. You know what? Just not doing let it. someone else handle it. Now, Nick it. Underhill, New Orleans.football, was asked by a Twitter follower, will Sean be on the sidelines on Monday? This was four hours ago. He said, still to be determined. Nick Sirianni coached yesterday. <laughs> and Adam Schefter tweeted, there's still a possibility he's going to coach this Sunday. Wait, what? <laughs> so, I don't know what. Marcus Davenport, I mean, I mean, Cam Jordan said it Sunday. He he doesn't know what's going on now. Like, can you play? Can you not play? Cole Beasley's like, I'm positive, but I guess I can play. Like, there's no, we're not getting tested. Even I, I don't know what's right. there's going no on. clear explanation from the. I don't think from any of the professional leagues. I don't think the NBA, besides the NHL, because they just said, you know what, we're not even going to deal with it. We'll, we're just, see, you in we're, we'll see you in January. Yeah. Don't even don't <laughs> we'll even bother. See. But the NBA and NFL have really just you know have kind of you know. Took two steps forward and then like three steps back and then yeah. five steps forward and well, no one's gone. No, to... no, yeah, and then two steps to the right. No one knows where anything is yeah. right now. If you did contract the virus, what are the protocols? How long am I going to be out? Right. And it just seems like it's different from case to case. Well, the NFL has gone back to the old Zoom standard up or so. No, no more, no, no reporters now in, uh, yeah. with personal availability and things of that nature. Uh, which is why you will hear a lot of the Zoom conversations, things of that nature moving forward. We've gotten used to it, and that's what it is. Um, anyway, Dennis Allen did touch on, though, of course, the thing that is really that important, and that is the Miami Dolphins. His thoughts on the Finns? Yeah, look, I mean, number one is that they've won, you know, six games in a row. Uh, so anytime you're able to do that in the National Football League, uh, you're doing something uh, really well. Uh, you know, I think, uh, I think defensively, they uh, they do a really good job of, of uh, getting after the quarterback. I think they do a really good job of uh, taking the football away. Um, you know, offensively, I think they uh, they do a nice job in the RPO run passing game. They're committed to the running game, um, and and uh, I think the last few weeks, you know, you really see the quarterback playing at a, at a at a pretty high level. So. Uh, and they're solid in the kicking game, so I think this is a I think this is a good football team. I think they understand how they're built and how they want to win games, and um, uh, and I think it'll be a challenge. Now, no doubt, Roy. I heard him yesterday. Yes, Mister uh, Mister Dolphin, Mister Dolphin himself. He, he, he two was his guy. Two was his guy. Despite when the team didn't didn't buy him, you know who wants to? Uh, the, what quarterbacks available? The two was his guy. He's his guy. And Dennis Allen was asked, "What what is what does he see that Tua does well? Like what is it other than throw interceptions to the Jets?" Sorry, boy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he does a good job of operating their offense. He really understands the RPO game. Uh, makes good decisions. Uh, with the football, he throws the ball, you know, on time with accuracy, um, and and uh, you know, kind of the, the 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 works the middle of the field really well. So the shorter to intermediate routes, I think, is where he really excels um, in getting the ball out of his hands and, and and throwing the ball accurately inside. So it was sixteen of twenty-seven against the Jets in a thirty-one twenty-four win, one ninety-six. 16 to 27 for 196, two touchdowns, two interceptions, 
in a sack. Two and I have something in common, though. Well, do you? Yes. We're both left-handed. Uh, no. Does that make a bit of difference, you think? What, a quarterback's left? Yeah. I, like, knowing where the ball is coming from? I don't see why it would make any sort of difference. I don't know. Uh, Dennis Allen was asked. Um, not, not really a, not really a ton. Um, you know, certainly we don't, we don't see, um, very many of them, but, uh, you know, I think that, that is kind of team specific. Uh, but there are, you know, there's a few things. Number one, the ball comes out differently. So catching the football from a left-handed quarterback, you know, in terms of trying to, uh, create plays on the ball becomes a little bit more difficult. Um, you know, typically you'll see with left-handed quarterbacks with teams that want to move the pocket a little bit, they'll be a little bit more inclined to move it to his throwing hand. Um, you know, but uh, uh, but you don't really see a whole lot in terms of which side of the field he's favoring more or anything like that. So uh, I, I think just, you know, being able to catch the ball and, and, and understanding where – the quarterback escape lanes are going to be and, and where they want to move the pocket is probably the biggest difference. So we'll see if it matters. I don't think it really matters. No, it doesn't matter. I think it's more to the people catching. Like I have heard that. like the, the spin is different and it is different for receivers to catch it. But I don't think defending it. Would be that much. I know when I played Madden, it, it made a, it was a big. Difference. Oh, it was a big difference. Yes, Madden. If you wanted to roll a certain way, oh, you had a turn. Well, that's right. Well, that is true, right? I mean, you, you know, out routes to the right. I mean, he's throwing across this box. That's the only. That's the only thing that. Yeah. Anyway, um, I one storyline we're asking top storylines this week, and it's I think it's a legit one. It, it's when you when you play at that level, like you did on Sunday. That little level of energy. You set a bar. How focused yeah. you are. It's realistic to then think you're not going to equal it, right? I mean, like, I'm not expecting the Dolphins don't get into the red zone and it's a shutout. Like, that's just not normal in the NFL. Doesn't mean that they can't be a very good defensive performance and limit them to six points, nine points, or whatever, or even still play good and, and they score 13. You understand what I'm saying? But he was asked, can, can this team bring the same level of energy to the table? Well, I, you know, I think that's just um, part of what it is in the National Football League. Um, you know, that that is the challenge of the National Football League. The challenge is, is being able to bring uh, your A game week in and week out. Um, and, and the teams that are able to do that more consistently – those are the teams that have the better records, and those are the better the better teams. Um, and so, uh, that's the challenge that we have faced facing in front of us this week, um, and and that's what we're trying to attack this week. Concern? No level of concern. I'm not either. I'm I guess I'm a little concerned about the offense. You can't. You have to put up more than nine points this week. I mean, I, yeah, I, I think a lot of it is the game plan. I think it was how the game was going. But uh, did, did I hear a bold prediction for tomorrow? The Saints will score more than nine points for Monday. For Monday, I think the Saints will score more than nine points. I will. I will not say that they're going to have another shutout because right. I saw oh, a no, local media member. I, I, I'm trying to find it, but a local media member said there was only what six the entire mm -hmm. season, six shutouts this entire season. So it doesn't happen a lot. And Saints seem to be one of them. I think Miami also had a shutout mm -hmm. um, earlier on this year. So, okay. interesting. Ralph Marborough, 
He will join us next. His column that he submitted over WLTV.com will be maybe our question of the day tomorrow. I think it's a good one. I liked it. I All like right. what you had to say. All right. Well, um, we'll talk to him next on ESPN New Orleans. holidays from Greg LeBlanc Toyota. It's a festive time of year and you can celebrate with fresh new inventory arriving daily. There's great holiday deals at Greg LeBlanc. Amazing stocking stuffers like keys to the all new redesigned 2022 Tundra. It may be cold outside, but these holiday deals are red hot and won't last long. Greg LeBlanc Toyota, South Hollywood Road in Homa or online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Santa may have the sleigh, but Greg's got the holiday deals. Shop now. On August 29, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with a focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985 446 3333. I'm Matt Ori. And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage. Dear Vet Ticks, it was nice to spend the night with my daughter and other veterans. It's so humbling to attend an event when you feel appreciated. I had a wonderful time with my family. Thank you for the memories, Vet Ticks. Dear Vet Ticks, thank you for a great experience and for your support of the military and veterans. Thank you so much, Vet Ticks. Our family has gone through a lot the last few years, and this gave us a nice break. Every empty seat at a concert, game, or special event is a missed opportunity to say thank you to a veteran or a service member. By giving your extra tickets to VetTix, you'll help America's heroes reduce stress, strengthen family bonds, and create a truly happy memory that will last a lifetime. So when you really want to say thank you for your service, give the experience, give the memory. VetTix, give something to those who gave. For more information on how you can make a difference, go to vettix.org. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Welcome back to the Sports Hangover. Gus Kattengill, Jordan Kleber with you here. In the Metairie Studios, Ralph Marlboros. He likes to join us on Wednesdays, does so now at Saints Forecast. The way to follow him over on Twitter, sir. Good afternoon. How are you? Merry Christmas, Gus. How are things going? I, I have to say it's Wednesday, and I'm still reveling in the destruction of Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, I, Gus, I said in my call on Monday after they won. It, I might have enjoyed that win as much as I enjoyed, like, a playoff win. Like, it was it was that great. Like, you had the, mm-hmm. the, the Tom Brady throwing the tablet, CD Deuce. Like, it was, it was as magical a regular season win as I've experienced in my entire life. You and I have talked about this in the past. A lot of your columns, the podcast as well, kind of touches on past games, rankings, things yeah. of that nature. So this makes sense for me to ask you this. Where do you put that? I said on Monday it's one of his best coaching performances in that 
He has put the structure in place for his staff to succeed that way and leadership on the team. Like, that all starts from the top. Like, all you had to do was watch the Bears game on Monday and watch some of these (laughs) other teams play that literally can't get out of their own way. And yet this team, without its starting tackles, without its head coach, literally just did their job. That is an outstanding coaching job by Sean Payton and his staff. Well, it was. And I'll say the the defensive performance, I truly believe this, is it's going to be the gold standard of when we talk about Saints' great defensive performances from here until the end of time. We're going to say, was it as good as the night they shut out Tom Brady and he broke the the Microsoft tablet? Like it's the goal, it's the best defensive performance in Saints history. And you can you can find some other ones that are that are shutouts and are just as good. People tweet at me, oh, remember when they lost to San Francisco and nine to six and Jerry Rice fumbled going into the end? And I'm like, yeah, but they didn't win the game and they didn't shut them out. Like this is Tom Brady, the the most the greatest most accomplished quarterback in NFL history. And the Saints, they beat them so bad. Gus, when they kicked the field goal and it was nine to nothing, I was like, it's a wrap. Like, Tampa could play till Wednesday. They're not scoring twice. Like, so to me, that's what made it magical. Now, the question is the last time they played Tom Brady on Halloween, they were also fun and it was magical and they turned it over and they won. And the next week, Matt Ryan burned them to the ground. So let's see if they can keep the performance, keep the momentum going. And play great because that's what the defense is going to have to do for three weeks. Because the offense, they were in Tampa too. That's the nicest thing I can say about it. You know, it's interesting because that is a storyline. That's something that Dennis Allen was asked about this morning when he had his conference call, bringing that same level of, level of energy. And you know, Jordan, and I just talked about that going to the break. I don't expect you know Miami to not get inside the twenty. I don't expect that the Saints will just put up nine points. They're two different games on how they're going to be played, but they have consistently been a good defensive team. Ralph, my question to you is: Can this offense muster up some points, man, over the next three to get this team into the postseason? I I think they can, and here's why: the Tampa game. For all the struggles the offense had, and they had a lot of struggles, and they ran the ball 30, 31 times for 61 yards. You talk about a commitment to banging your head against the brick wall. That's commitment. But you look at that game, Gus, and Taysom had three or four really easy throws where if he just makes them, the Saints, they might have scored 10 more points. And look, 19 is not a lot, but it's more than nine, and it isn't like the offense is getting completely stopped. And the thing that the Jets game did for the Saints, which gives them an opportunity to do things the rest of the year, is the Jets game showed every team when they play the Saints, they're like, we just stop that run and you can beat them. Now, the Jets couldn't do it because they're the Jets, right? But Tampa, basically, they said to the Saints, we don't think Taysom can throw the ball with his busted finger And if you can beat us throwing the ball, great. And the Saints barely did. But there's a lot of plays to be made. And, you know, maybe Taysom is just a little bit better. Maybe he gets the more he throws plays, the more he gets used to that finger. I think this offense, I think they can be, I think they can be like a 23 point offense at their peak. But it's, it's kind of painful to watch at times, isn't it, guys? 
It is. Speaking with Ralph Marlborough, I, I look at it like this, too, as well. Uh, with the guest earlier, Sean Fox from Sports Talk 97.7 in Fun Row. I, I said, Ralph, was it like a Matrix moment? I had to rub my eyes. Did I have too many beverages? Like, the first two drives, though, I, I'm watching Taysom Hill drop dimes to yep. Callaway, who were supposedly can't right. get open. And, I mean, like, there's a passing game. So then it went away. It, I guess my theory, though, Ralph, is maybe since those plays were – you know, scripted. Everyone knew mm-hmm. where we're going, and the game plan trusted that that play probably gets that coverage. Callaway will be open. So I'm wondering if that's the thing, because you can just see when it comes to then reacting, reading coverages, going up against their adjustments. Poor Taysom, he just he doesn't even want to turn his head. It just it's it's one read or uh oh. I mean, it's just. And, yeah. and there's guys open in the flat. There's tight ends. I mean, there, mm-hmm. there's people open. It's just the the brain's not not not. I wouldn't say doesn't function that way. I don't think he's been, you know, morphed to do that right now. I I think it's it they they're they're keeping it as simple as possible for him. Yeah, and I I think that's the thing, especially especially going into that game and going into every game with the things sure. you know that Sean Payton is beating him over the head is like ace him. Do not turn the ball over. And that's the number one thing every week. But also, too, he has this, and I'm not a tape-watching guy, but he has this inability when he has clutter or, or the pocket gets sort of messy. He just, even though we think of him as a mobile quarterback, and he is, he can run, he ran for 100 yards against the Jets, he doesn't have, like, pocket mobility where – as like a good NFL quarterback, a lot of times against Tampa, would have been like, oh, this pocket is kind of messy. I'm just going to slide up, get hit, come out. I'm going to slide up, hit, hit, hit this guy here. Taysom, he doesn't really know what to do. So That's his first instinct is like, oh, there's, a, there's chaos in front of me. I got to bail. And mm-hmm. he's 31, so I don't know if you fix it. And, gosh, you can't really argue with the Saints' philosophy of don't turn the ball over, we'll run it make a couple plays, play with defense. Like, these games the last three weeks, like, maybe Taysom has, like, one, like, miracle, great performance. But the rest of them, they're going to be mud wrestling matches, and they're going to be ugly, and they're going to be, like, 19-17, 17-13. Like, these games are going to be ugly, and bet the under on these games is what I'm telling you. Yeah, it's a very good point. So, what do you see on Monday taking place? Well... I think Monday, Miami actually is is a really good matchup for the Saints defense because Miami, they've won six in a row. Their defense has played well, but they, you look at the, the quarterbacks they played; it's all it's a list of just awfulness. And they they beat Lamar Jackson; he's the only one. But their offense with Tua, they cannot run the ball. They just they they did it against the Jets, but they cannot run the ball. They're terrible at it. Their offensive line cannot really pass block. So their whole offense is. Two-step, three-step drops for Tua, quick throws, bubble screens, slant screens. And that, gosh, you know, like what do the Saints love to do on defense? They love to play press man and get in your face and shut down your short routes and tackle. And the teams that have had success against the Saints defense, they block it up and run those crossing routes. And, they, you know, because it's hard for Lattimore to cover a guy all the way across the field. But Miami can't do that because they can't pass block. So it's going to be really interesting to me to see what Miami does because I don't think throwing 
15 bubble screens and not being able to run the ball is going to fly against the Saints. So I'll be really interested to see if Miami tries to push the ball down the field, which they haven't done all year with Tua, basically. So I think it's a, I think it's a good matchup for the Saints. But the thing I always worry about with Taysom, I feel like he's a turnover ACM, and it just lingers. Like, it's lingering in the background, and we try to, like, block it out and not think of it. But, like, at any moment, he could just start just start, just start spitting out turnovers. So, um, that said, I think, I think the Saints are going to win Monday night. Ralph, final thing before we let you go. Um, you recently put out an article over on WWL, um, Christmas gifts for 2021 Saints. <laughs> right. kind, of, kind of just give us your take without giving uh, the listeners everything so they can go check it out. Well, I just figured it was Christmas season. I wanted to have a Christmas theme. We do, I do a thing, Saints Mood and Meditation music for the week. I have a Christmas song in there. But I just wanted to give away some Christmas gifts. Uh, I'll tell you one I gave away. I gave Sean Payton receivers because he doesn't like to buy receivers on his own, right? Because the Saints have never invested in in receivers first-round picks. So I figured, what better gift for Sean Payton than, like, three competent NFL receivers? Because I feel like a competent NFL receiver, it's like a nice winter coat. You don't realize it until how much you need it, until you don't have it. Uh, So that's one of my Christmas gifts. I've got some other ones, but check it out. It's a fun column. Uh, with WWL. Thanks a bunch, and thanks a bunch for promoting it. And by the way, I, if I could say this, I had so many emails and tweets and stuff, people reaching out that they really liked and, and the, the, the column, the Monday column after the, the big Tampa win. Uh, it really, people really felt it and, it, and they, they loved it. And I really appreciated everybody reaching out to me on Twitter and different things saying how much they appreciated the column. Uh, because it was such, it was just a, it was just a magical night on Sunday to, mm-hmm. to do that to Tom Brady. I agree. I, mean, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, <laughs> as bad an offensive sort of game it was, it just I, I enjoyed it. It felt like a soccer match. You know, if you watch soccer, it kind of yeah. felt like that where you were waiting for that drive. This is the drive. Tom's going to get it to go. Oh my gosh, he just got stripped fumble. This is the drive that's oh, yeah. going to happen. Oh my gosh, they just missed a field goal. This is the drive <laughs> they're going to get going. That's how it felt, you know. I mean, I was. It was an emotional roller coaster in a very good way, though. And, and, and Ralph. I, I like, I guess, exclamation pointed how I felt on Monday by this aspect. I felt this as a New Orleanian and watching the Saints growing up here. When that game ended, I like fist pumped there. I'm like, man, that is one of the most proudest moments I've seen that team go do that. Winning one-on-one matchups, coaching the way they did, showing up in front of national TV. I mean, those clowns on TV are talking about poor Tom's losing weapons. I'm like, have you watched the Saints season? I mean, they don't have anybody. They lose everyone. And that team just showed up and went to work and whooped tail. I'm like, man, that was awesome. Yeah, I had people on Twitter tweeting me after the game. They're like, this is the Saints aren't making the play. This is going to ruin their draft position. Do you think tonight <laughs> is worth not having a top 10 pick? And I was like, oh, yes, yes. Tonight was worth <laughs> yes. everything. This is why I am a freaking Saints fan. This exactly. is why I invest so much time in this team. Oh. Are you kidding? There is no top 10 pick on earth that it, to me is as valuable as Tom Brady Breaking a tablet and see Deuce just haunting the ever living, you know what, out of Tom Brady. Is it worth it? Of course it's worth it. Why? If yeah. you want a top 10 pick, like, why are you even a yeah. Saints 
man. Like, Dude, that was I, amazing. That's what I'm saying. Like, what are we, I mean, like, what are we yeah. doing here? What are you with the Lions? You, 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 you're like, you want to pray that you win? I mean, that's, that's insane to me, especially Ralph. It's almost like they don't read your column, pay attention to our show or the guys yeah. at the Saints Radio Network because you know what Sean Payton and the Saints do in their history? Move up in the draft. That's right. Exactly. Like, do, you, do, you think, do you think if the Saints are picking 15 and my and Sean Payton is like, I want this, I want Matt Corral. Yeah. And yep. he dropped the six. Oh, well, we won that darn game, so we got to sit here and wait. Yep, we won the yeah, game, Ralph. Like, we can't on. move up. We got to sit here and wait. If only we would have lost that game, we'd have Matt Corral. <laughs> right. Jeez, oh, Pete. Thank you, Ralph. Merry Christmas to you, and buddy. Merry Christmas, guys. See you next week. Yep, for sure. <laughs> Go check out his column on WWLTV.com. It is, no, it's, it's no, serious, though. I mean, and I get it. People love the draft, feel like it. But w- just, like, breathe and listen to what you're saying. You're hoping that a rookie will come in and make all the right. difference in the world no. instead of you making the playoffs, which you never know what might happen in that game. And especially in the year right now where COVID is going and the way it is. the quarterback situation in the draft this year is not um, like what it was this previous year. The playoffs year? are in four weeks. Right. You think COVID's leaving in four weeks? No. What if the Saints take on a team and that team loses its starting quarterback and all that now and then a second round? Well, I mean, what if Aaron Rodgers catches it again? I don't know. I just my point is like get in the playoffs, man. What 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 are we doing yeah, this, here? The importance is in this year. We're not looking. Just get in the looking. postseason. You still have a chance. It's not would, like you're the Lions. I would rather absolutely watch and cover a playoff team than a team that is has no hope. Final two segments when we come back on the Sports Hangover and your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Want more from your bank? Open a Cajun Pride checking account at State Bank and Trust Company and enjoy the benefits. Unlimited check writing, overdraft protection, online banking, mobile banking, debit card, ID theft assistance, safe deposit box discounts, prescription drug discounts, shopping, travel, entertainment discounts, and much more. Call or come in for more information about applicable fees and terms. State Bank and Trust Company. Cajun Banking. Served just the way you like it. State Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. G-Shop, J-Will. And Max. Hold me back. That's an NBA thing. I want to fight you, but I want to make sure my you know, teammates hold me back. You know where so else is a hold me back? Another is in boxing. So I'm watching the Ali documentary, and they had a lot of hold me backs in there. You know, because this was the first time they started doing those press conferences, joint deals, and Ali was challenging the dudes. But I'm like, but he, he really was, don't really want to mess up that pretty face. Oh, I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> Ali and Frazier once got into it. Yeah. In in a television interview, they stood up. Ali threw him yeah, in I a know, headlock. But it the head, they showed the footage, but it wasn't even really no real headlock. It was kind of like a, you know, because he could have went to work on him if, it was, if he really wanted to. I once asked 
Jalen Rose about this. So I'm clowning NBA players for always to hold me back. And he had the best answer I ever heard about this. He's like, Max, how do we make a living with our hands? Like, not trying to jeopardize our hands. GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the major league. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. you got two segments for you. If you want to chime into the conversation, head coach Dennis Allen had this to say earlier today about one of the Dolphins' weapons on offense, Jalen Waddle. Remember, Roy, super fan of your Miami Dolphins, said that is their number one prospect, that receiver, that is their number one guy. What coach had to say on him? He's got exceptional burst and speed. Um, he can separate and get in and out of his get in and out of his breaks, and so um, you know he, he, he's uh, he's he's really played well. Um, you know, as a rookie receiver, they move him around within the formation a little bit, uh, but uh, his his just ability to uh, create big plays in the passing game is 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 really what what concerns you. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, those sort of like against Tampa Bay and stuff. I, I think Jordan, the Saints secondary is one of the best in the NFL. They definitely know how to play together in, in that aspect. It was interesting that Ralph brought up the, the pass rush and, and perhaps pass blocking being an issue for the Dolphins. Again, I don't think you're going to see perhaps that level of defensive line. Like, I'm not counting on it. I'm not saying that it can't happen though, right? I mean, we we saw Cam Jordan look like Cam Jordan right. on Sunday. And Marcus Davenport's been having a really, really nice and season. We have to give kudos to Marcus Davenport yeah. because past previous years we've actually just bleeped on the guy and he's really stepped into his own and he's starting to be the player that the Saints drafted him to be. And um it's nice to finally see him fulfill that role and help Cam Jordan out, especially this season where Cam Jordan hasn't really done much on the defensive side right. of the football. So Davenport um, had this to say earlier in the week about if if he's seeing progress in his play. Um, I don't know. Shoot. Every game, every time I play, I always just feel like I can do more or not. I just want more. I want to win every play or win better. Or I'm just always kind of looking for more. And um, yeah, I'll say results. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not even trying to look for it. I'm just trying to be more locked in on the present and win my moments and, you know, let, let things take a hold, you know. Specifically, can he come up with some ways that he's changed perhaps as a player? Mm, I think overall, you know, I, I think back to every year and I feel how my body's changed, how I've changed, how my mentality's changed, and, um, you know, I'm not the same player. Shoot, I'm even new today than I was yesterday. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things is just to continue to try to develop in a positive way. So, Now, back on Monday, Dennis Allen detailed where he thinks Davenport has evolved, and uh, it's mentally and physically. Well, I think I think a couple things. Um, I think, you know, number one, uh, you know, he, he was able to spend his time with us in the offseason. Um and I think he's in the best 
mind frame that he's been in since he's been with us. Um, and I think he's been one of our most disruptive players. Um, he's done a better job of being able to finish this year. Um, and so you're seeing a few more of the stats uh, this year that maybe uh, you hadn't seen in the past. Uh, but but he's um, um, he, he's 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 just continued the 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 progression, you know, a lot like we thought in this building. I know there's maybe a lot of people outside the building that expected so, to see something different, but um, I, I've just seen a player that continues to get better year in and year out. And look, I, I also think it was key that David Onyemata had a sack as well, and you're starting to get that push back up there in the middle. And, and when you're when you're doing that as a line, I'll, I'll say this: there's no doubt today, Miami or tomorrow, whenever it is that they're going to do their work week, is spending some time on pass on protection, right? Especially after seeing. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I mean, they're they're now doing that because. The attention they're getting with just those four guys, Jordan, allowed Quan, allowed DeMario to go be playmakers. DeMario Davis dropping back in coverage, reaching out the left hand, tipping that ball that's a pick. Quan coming in on a sack. Like, when when your guys up front are taking up five, if not six, yeah. then those and two guys can go make plays. Especially Chauncey being able to be patient right. and then letting Tom Brady make a quick pass and jump on the football. I mean, that it's all because of that defensive line, like you were saying. And, and so so now Tua is going to be tasked to be accurate, make the right reads and decisions, which with a secondary that is playing confidently. And, you know, you wonder how Dennis Allen's going to try to work in those two linebackers. You know, I, I do think – I think the Saints defense is is a legit defense. Like, it's not a fluke thing. It's not, hey, these guys just happen to get a pass rush or they just happen to, you know, get a PBU or an interception. I I think they're, they're playmakers in there. I mean, when Marcus Williams is coming in there and sticking his hat in, you know, on some runs and dropping, you know, tackling. Remember last week, tackling was asked um, as an issue. And and if Sean Payton thought it was a tackle, he said, look at the tape. If you remember the soundbite, he says, I, I think all you have to do is look at the tape. You tell me. You know, and he said, it's tough when the 11th guy's not even in the picture, in the frame. As in, there's no population to the football. One guy's late. So he kind of called out his team going into that week, if you remember. I think it was last Monday that he brought up the tackling. So going into the Tampa game, Sean Payton called out his team about the inability to tackle uh, as, as good as perhaps they could. Well, this morning, Dennis Allen talked about his team's tackling. Yeah, I, I think definitely that's um, that's what you're trying to do. And, and um, you know, when you play 17 regular season games, I mean, obviously there's going to be an ebb and flow to how um, – how you play and, and, and there's going to be some weeks where, man, you're just spot on and, and, and things are going good for you. And, there, and then there's going to be some weeks, uh, where you're, you're, you're not quite as, not quite as good. And, and the best teams are able to, um, do those things more consistently. There's nobody that's perfect, uh, but the better teams are the ones that are able to do that more consistently.
So, you know, again, Jordan, I, I think it'll be interesting to see how they um, they do things. Uh, this it, week. It's it's kind of to your point, like you were you were mentioning. Um, I think it's it was two weeks ago because when they faced the Dallas Cowboys, when they kind of got blown out in that primetime game, I, I think that's when Sean Payton probably challenged them because um, the week before that it was it was against the Jets. Yeah. So, Jordan, final segment when we come back here as we start looking uh, ahead of some of the storylines. I told you one of mine, you know, for sure. Obviously, the, that energy and some other things. So let's go over some of those energies. Energies. Storylines when we come back. Maybe I need some more energies. Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Sunrise in the blue skies. Birds flying through paradise A little bit longer Another day stronger Somebody smiling down on me With those warm days And cooler nights Friends and family and candlelight Feels like I've been running But something better's coming Don't want to have to wait and see This feels like home It's where I want to be and all the troubles that come and go can never take you away. This feels like life, like it's meant to be. Cause when I see you smiling, you know I can't deny it. Feels like coming home to me. This feels like home. Rouse's Markets knows there's no place like home for the holidays. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Hey, hey, my friends, it's Dana DeFran Freelo here. Just wanted to reach out to you that I and Golden Motors are here and ready to help you take care of you and your family's vehicle needs. We have new inventory arriving daily. Check us out 24-7 at goldenmotors.com. Give us a call at 985-325-1000 or stop by and let myself or one of our awesome team members take care of you and get one less worry off your shoulders. Always remember, price is priority. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Ah, it is. Look at you with your Pelican sweatshirt. You ready? Huh? What, what's the saying now? Like, I don't, Is it? Still, what is the down. saying for the team? Then We're, I think it's better no, that we don't have one. I definitely don't think it's. I think I think oh it's better God. if we don't have one. How about don't look now? Don't look now. Yeah, I do like that. That wasn't the question. Because it, 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 it could be both things. Hey, don't look now. No, don't Pelicans look now. A, <laughs> right? You know, when things don't go well, don't look now. The opponents on a twenty. Right. Twenty to nothing. Yeah. Twenty zero run. Graph. Work it in. Well, don't look now. Don't but look now. The so-and-so, the Magic are on a 20-0 run. Or, don't look now. Pels have won four straight. I'm telling you, don't look now. It can be used however you like. DLN. What does that mean? Don't look now. Oh. 
Is that on a shirt? Can we put that on a I shirt? I might put that on my uh, my hoodie. Okay. Um, Brandon Ingram had this to say after the game yesterday. It's encouraging, you know, especially for guys that <clears throat> had a rough start to the season to um, pick it up a little bit. Um, seeing Nikhil have a good few games and him looking comfortable and confident on the floor is just encouraging for us. <laughs> seeing um, Josh Hart and um, and her be consistent every single night um, is good for us. And also JV being consistent every single night. Um <clears throat> It's definitely um, building confidence for our team. There we go. What are you showing me? Super fan Roy. The Super do- fan. The dolphin lover. Yeah. Wait, I don't know what it says. Right here at the bottom. What does it say? No. Right here. Fins up, toes no. down. No, no. Above the other the, one? The text. Don't look now. Dolphin smash Saints. <laughs> don't look now. Oh. He just he used Oh, to, God. He used the I Pelican was, sorry, slogan. I, I was very slow on that yeah, one. Yeah. Sorry. He used the Pelican slogan. <laughs> I guess it works for the Dolphins as well. I just, you know, I for his sake, I hope Tua plays well in, in Miami, wins the seventh in a row. If well, not, was, he's, he's going to get it. How many interceptions did he throw during uh, training camp? Was it like seven in one practice? Five in one Five practice. Five in one practice. He threw two against the Jets. Don't look now. <laughs> don't look now. Just saying, don't look now. I'm, it works, huh? It does. Pelicans basketball. Don't look now. Don't look now. What do you think? I'll, I'll take it. I send that to Daniel. Tell him to work on it. I don't think it's. I don't. You I don't, don't think, think it might. I don't work? think they're taking openings for. You don't think so? Slogans. Well, I don't have one. Oh, they might. I just haven't really. I think the won't bow down thing crashed and burned. That's done. That's so I, I just nothing's better than something. Right, here's bi on the growth of this team. Well, guys stepped up to the free throw line and knocked shots down, and. Um, on the execution side, we, we just executed every time we came down the floor. It, it always helps when he makes shots, and the kill was a big part of that. But I think we just had a good pace and a good flow to, to our game tonight. And on the defensive end, we, we just went back down, and we got stops, and we just tried to do it over and over again. I think just flowing now through the head. You ready? I got another one. Oh, here we go. Soon. 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 Well, I'll, I'll stick with the don't look now uh-huh. F- from Field Yates. Yeah. Another one. Texas place wide receiver Brandon Cooks on the COVID-19. Oh, list. not Brandon. Good old Brandon. Need the ball more. <laughs> no, I was going to make a close mouth, don't get fed yeah. joke, and I'm just I'm going to move on. Um, Soon. You can leave it to your interpretation. Soon what? Soon. 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 Soon what? Soon. The Pelicans are going to do Soon. what? Soon. Pelicans basketball. Soon. Soon. <laughs> I'd love that. I'm telling you, man. Coming That's soon. That's too right. No, see, not coming, so just soon. There's no definition to what soon is and when is it or what it is. It's just soon. I like the other one. I like the one we did a few months ago, Pelicans basketball making history. Well, that was all last year. I said that last year. There was some history this year. No, no, but yeah, but last year was they literally made history every single game, and it was the bad history. The Bulls, the most three-pointers ever in one game, followed up by the most three-pointers uh, three by the Dallas Mavericks ever in the history of their franchise. No, every night. Pelicans basketball, making history. So which one do you, of the two that I came up with today, which one do you like? Uh, I, I like uh, Don't Look Now. Don't Look Now. 
I'm telling you, it's, it's perfect. It can be used for bad things. It can be used for good things. Don't look now. Reminder, we don't have a show on Friday. <laughs> yes, don't look, don't look now. But we will have a holiday special show tomorrow. Oh, we are going to have a holiday special tomorrow. Yes. Are you coming dressed as an elf? You do look like, like an elf, elf on, on the, the shelf. shelf. I've you heard do. this every single year Dude, that I've been here. I cannot be the only person that thinks you look like you've Elf on the Shelf. You've said it at Vinny's. You've said it here in the studio yeah. last year. You look like Elf on the Shelf. You're like, I'll, you're I'll, like try see, I'll try to see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. No promises. I mean, you're putting me under a yeah. tight time constraint. No, not at all. you got to have like a red shirt. What does he wear? Red and green? He's banned yes. from my house. So I... They definitely don't want me walking around the middle of the no, night. No, I, I think it's an unbelievably creepy thing to have something look after your children hiding so you're in de- your house. you're depriving little Carver. It's, my, it's my job to tell a Carver to behave. Not some creepy little grinning elf that likes to hide. Just think about that for a second. Looking over your children to report. Report to who? Santa. Yeah. How do you know that? Because Santa was Santa's How do you helper. know that? <laughs> How do you know where he goes? But yet you, you trust E.T. Okay. E.T. just wanted to go home. Elf oh, yeah. on the shelf is a snitch. Dropped off. I mean, let's just be honest. What he is. <laughs> he is not a snitch. He's a snitch. His whole role he in have life any, he doesn't have any stitches. Tell. Well, he actually. Well, <laughs> technically. I'm just telling he, you. He, he's Dude, stitched together. I Look. My my brother-in-law, my other family, Aunt Pam, we've had all kinds of people try to introduce him to the household. It's banned. Got it? There's a lot of things I share in decision-making with my wife in. She's pro-elf. I'm against the elf. How did we show. get to this in the last five minutes of the show? Because tomorrow is our holiday special. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, everybody, for tuning us in. We'll see you tomorrow. Matt Muscone and After Further Review is next on ESPN New Orleans. Terrebonne General Health System Community Sports Institute is recognized for outstanding.